Hello and welcome back to this week's Beers with Engineers podcast. In today's society, a lot of apps are designed around convenience. Tinder helps you just match with anyone for a date and Uber delivers your food. But what if there are some other apps that we could use to make your life even more convenient? Big shout out to Ben, a friend of the show who recommended this idea um, as the boys kind of crack into a few of the ideas of their own. If you like what you hear, make sure to follow us on the Spotify and subscribe to our YouTube channel. All right, let's get to it. All right, boys, how are we? Let's crack a beer. Let's do it. Yeah. It has been a long week, and I think it is well-deserved, lads. Is that right? Very well-deserved. I thought it was summer today. Feeling pretty warm down in Sydney. Yeah, definitely quite a warm one. All right, let's get straight. (laughs) Honestly, if we could. Speaking of of dates... (laughs) Speaking of dates. Oh, baby. So, boys, boys, I've got a project pitch for you here. And the thing is, the pitch is an open pitch. So I want you guys to have some ideas to bounce back off me on on other ideas that this can kind of spread out to. So um, let me get into my presentation voice. So we've all been downloading apps. At some point in our life, we've all been single. And we've been promised the perfect partner, the perfect person. And this app will get you there. But how many times has that never worked out? How many times have you downloaded an app, promised the perfect partner, and it never worked out? No more. I am proposing a new app, which guarantees you the worst partner. Hi, I'm Sean, and welcome to my TED Talk. Now, we all know the TV show (laughs) Married at First Sight. Maths. Great show. However, they always hire these grand experts to put people together. And sometimes we find the decisions they make a bit odd. And so we're going to base, we're going to build, not actually, but figuratively, we're going to build a dating app called the Maths Dating App, where instead of matching you with the perfect partner, it matches you with the ideally worst person it could have matched you with, and you have to go on a date on them, a date with them. This is the app idea, right? Because for some reason, how is it that Maps gets away with putting these people together and they say it's expert advice? I still have no idea. I don't I'm, know. I'm still the presentation. I don't know how these guys are experts. Like, I don't know what what would the expert field be. Yeah, it's it, they just seem to find like the worst person together, and you can see why it makes good television, right? Rather, in, rather entertaining. Maybe they did get it right then. Damn. <laughs> they're together. Nah. Mate, we, we got we, we to do, do a beers, boys, uh, maths night. Like, that'll be oh, good. Oh, yeah, for sure. Good times. Yes. Yeah, definitely, definitely on the cards. I'll queue it in for 2024. Um, but the point being is uh, the idea of dating apps is kind of interesting to me, right? We've all got different, we've all been through different dating apps, right? The classic ones like your Tinder and Bumble. You got some new different version ones like Hinge. Um, Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle, yes, a classic. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Made a farmer. I don't know if that was that one. It's like, it's like, it's <laughs> like a fa- on Facebook. It's... That's where I get my matches from. You know, anything, anything to draw. But the point being is, dating apps um, have become really, really convenient and have been flooding the market. And they offer different like niche things, like the girl responds first, or um, you can match, and then you super like, and you can pay for it. And this is super, super convenient. And I'm thinking, let's take that idea of super convenient apps of that whole like swipe left swipe right and then apply that to other things and i'll I'll give you guys the first example obviously the maths one was a joke um i wouldn't try and build something that doesn't work what am i uh 
a maths expert. Um, but how about this, right? So the, the app of Tinder, right? You've got the swipe right for yes, swipe left for no. However, instead of matches, it's dogs. Dogs up for adoption. And so you get these shelters and they make all these profiles for the pets. So super conveniently in one location, you can check every single dog in a certain vicinity. You can filter by certain breeds or styles. And you could start finding people that'll be like, yeah, actually this person seems to be a good match for this dog or this, this dog is something that I would want to have. And it would enable people to, to kind of match with their uh, future, future best friends. And this is something that I want to kind of carry through, but I realize that's just one specific example. And I'm going to try and think of other ways to do it in this podcast. Have you guys got any other ways that we could take like that convenience of an app like Tinder and apply it to something other than dating? Mm. Oh, go, go dating. Go for it. Should we put in a constraint so you don't match with like a long lost cousin or something? <laughs> yeah, get your ancestry.com data in there. <laughs> yeah.
Right. So, I mean, all all mathematical things. At, at the end of the day, what it is, it would reduce you down to a single line of code, a, a, like a, maybe a long line of code, but a single line of code, and find someone that would be compatible as much as it can be, like to 90-something 90, 90 percent. Um, and then it could, one, like you said, actually recommend a date to go on. So it would, it would be like, uh, I don't know, these, these persons like, both of them like rock climbing, I don't know, they do the rock climbing date. Or it could be something really crazy out there that neither of them would have liked, but the algorithm believes that these two would enjoy doing it together. And then it could also give them like cues and then topics to talk about that there's clear correlation there. That's actually a really good idea. Um, and also additionally too, what I found was um, I used to work in the solar industry and when you would do a quote for solar, there was a website and what it did was it gave you like 50, 60 questions. And the reason behind it was they realized that they asked 20 questions or like less than 20 questions. People would use the site, then piss off and never use it again. The people that actually used and did all 60 questions, because it was a harder thing to do, they're so much more invested in the outcome. And they would, generally speaking, like it's 80% success rate on getting solar panels or whatever on your rooftop. Um, so making it quite an arduous process at the start actually is quite beneficial for success rates. And this is definitely something that would carry in from what you were just mentioning there, James. I mean, I, I definitely see the benefits of it, trying to make it as smart as possible. But I've also seen, like, a lot of dating apps out there have done this, uh, have tried to do this as already, and that the, the data to compute to, to find that ideal match, um, it, it makes it quite difficult in terms of getting that, that perfect match. Um, the calculations involved, that kind of, that deep level AI, because there's no, there's no measurement, there's no calculation for how much is this person like rock climbing? out of a score out of 1,000, here's a calculation of formula for it. I mean, there's, there's so many things that you've got to develop in terms of mathematics and calculations of how, how attractive those things are. Um, and that's a bit arbitrary at the moment. We're not on that level. Um, but like, yeah, it's, it's definitely quite valuable. Um, I, I have seen kind of similar things like this in other dating apps. So is the idea that it's different because it's so much more advanced than the other systems?
Yeah. Mm. Another thing that I find is a bit of a bit of a pain when it comes to these dating apps is it's very very superficial. Um, a lot of the matches that uh, the most attractive profiles have nothing written in them, and they're just just the pictures of the the other person. Um, and yeah, a lot of people just reject a date just from seeing someone. And as much as I hate to say it, but that like society very much is a superficial place. How good you look, I mean. Beauty is something that you can buy now. It's a tradable good. It's a commodity. And so looking good is something that could make or break even accepting that date. Would you do it so it's a blind date completely so you wouldn't know what the other person looked like? Nah, that's bullshit. It sounds like you're speaking from personal experience there, James. Hmm, what's I don't going know on here? catfish too much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. No, it's a, it's a really good idea, James. I really like this idea. It's definitely like, in terms of a, a genuine uh, product to, to society that we could potentially offer at one point. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, on board for it. I like it. Uh, it sounds like this uh, AI system is almost too advanced for a dating app. So it, it feels like it will be used for something else or something bigger because it's learning all the time. So mm. obviously too that... Yeah, yeah I mean, enough, like, data analytics has been, like, a really critical point, especially for, like, most last 20 years, elections and whatnot, who to vote for, how to target them with ads, how to mm. get them to be marginal voters for the other team. Um, great examples was, like, Cambridge Analytica that did it for Brexit, and then the same team that also helped, I think, a little bit on the Trump campaign, who to try and target and push them over into a certain uh, area of political standing. Um yeah, I mean, like, this, this data is effective. Data is the next commodity. It's not going to be money or it's not going to be minerals. Like, it has been. It'll be data. That'll be the most valuable thing. Mm, data mining. At, yeah, if you look at the three stocks with the most amount of money in them, right? Apple, Tesla, and Google, right? All of them, huge amounts of data mining. So even if they went under, they could hold that data and use it for other things, exploit them. I mean, Tesla has the, the largest uh, vehicle driving data in the world, Tesla, I mean, uh, Apple and Google don't need to tell you how many times you use those, those, those companies' uh, software already. They know all of it. And so it's, it's, already, it's already proven to be quite an advanced bit to, to mine that data and then apply it to something like this. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a good point. Um, but yeah, Patty, have you got any 
apps that kind of use the, the dating app interface. I do, I do. Unfortunately, my uh, idea process is I come up my, with my ideas when I'm extremely tired and I just put, you know, a couple of word <laughs> sentences to describe. So they're kind of all over the place. It's like a weird mind map. But creative process. one idea I had where it's related to your dog idea. Mm. So it's, uh, I call it pet date. So... Right. So uh, originally it was called doggy date, but I was like, nah, like that's kind of minimalizing, you know, the, the potential market. So, mm. but it's sort of in the same vein, like, you know, basically it's the same vein as Tinder or Bumble where, you know, swipe left, swipe right, depends on like, you know, if you want to go on the date or like go on a, uh, a set date. But what it is, it's not a, it's not for the, it's not for the people, it's for their pets or their, it's, it's, it's for the pets. So they would have the, They'll design the profile. So this is me, John, and this is my cat, Maisie, whatever. Mm. Like, you know, and then, you know, they can, they build it. Like, we like to go to this park, this park, come meet us there. We're usually there at these times or whatever. So then you can like swipe left, right, right. If you like it, oh, sweet. We'll meet you there at um, this time. I like that. I like the idea. It's like, yeah, look, I'm, I'm always in this area and um, it would be great to have someone that my pet would meet up with all the time. It's like it's it's it, a social network for animals that then you could yeah, then, and you have a mutual ground to talk to the 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 pet's owner about. Like yeah, yeah. oh my cat did this today. Oh my god, that's yeah. crazy. And it's like, like it's like that. it's it's like a nothing. It's like a uh, a nothing sexual sort of a act, app. Oh. A lot of my apps I've realized now are definitely not sexual in, in any way, shape, or form. Like all my <laughs> ideas, it's like it just just sums me up in a, in a nutshell. <sighs> We've said a few off podcasts which are quite sexualized. We'll not bring them up here. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, okay. like like a present, keep them under wraps. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Yeah, well, that's that's how a lot of people like have like write, written like the best movies and novels of all time. They wake up from a dream, they put it in their journal or whatever, and they'll come back to it. And you know, wham, bam, you got Jurassic Park. That is. <laughs> That that is you that is the commercial status of that the is, owner. <laughs> that. Well, it's the the profile would be. I'm kind of imagine, imagining the profile will be for the pet. So this is my pet, and then there'll be compulsory section where. A, like a little about section of this is the the owner is you know dot 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 age whatever so there is the potential so it's mainly for the pets to meet and mm. you know play with and you know throw balls or whatever like just you know chill out yeah and you know if you know at their like it's like similar age or you know they you're at you know, like they both fancy each other you're like oh we had a good conversation we should do this again you know whatever leads mm. to it you know we 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 do not discriminate in uh, love, so, you know, do what you want.
Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, I, I... Hmm. Hmm. We should make a social media just for pets, like the Facebook for dogs. Hmm. <laughs> I think it's cute, but I think it's just a way to like, can I get some more likes and then exposure yeah. for? It's very much it's used to take photos of the the pet. I like I like the I like those you know those Instagram pages, but they're definitely for the clout farming. Like they're just like getting like some more likes or followers or whatever. Those types of. Oh, for sure. I'm trying to think of a pun here of like a social media and then a pet. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, I think it'd be a great way to be like, Jono ate, uh, ate his show owner's shoes today. And then like all the other dogs like that comment or something. I think that'd be kind of cute. No. <laughs> no. Nice. I have another idea. I don't know what oh, I shoot. meant, but I don't know what I meant by this, but I just wrote it down. I, I wrote find a flower and I have no idea what I mean. <laughs> Sorry. Do I you have, like a notepad by your bed and you wake up, you're like, oh, here's an idea, writes it and goes back to bed or something. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. No, honestly, though, um, if anyone has, uh, I recommend having a notepad and pen beside your bed at all times because sometimes, yeah, you wake up from a dream with the most creative idea no. and you lose it. I, th um, I Don't lose out in that gold mine. Have from, it, write it down. From, yeah, what so, I'm, from what I'm thinking, I, I believe I meant by find a flower is a botanist exclusive app where, or like a gardening landscaping app. Where yeah. if you're like, you know, redoing your garden, you can, every single flower or like type, type of, you know, flora is in that is like, there's an encyclopedia of it and you just scroll through it and be like, we can imagine this. And then, oh, then, you know, if you wanted to put like, you can have like a, take a photo of the, uh, take a photo of the garden that you want to put the flower in. And yeah. then the site can make, oh, here's some suggestions that you should put in here, depending on your location right. or whatever. Okay, that's smart. Yeah, so it like kind of helps um, allocate plants and whatnot, pretend yeah. on like budget or natural plants in the area yeah. um, and the climate. So it could be like, you know what? Your garden needs a bit more color. Here's some plants we recommend. You know what? That wall back there could use a vine. And here's a few vines that would be really good to work in your climate. Great idea, Patty. This is really good. <laughs> I made up half of that on the spot, but thank you. Hey, mate, if it's your creativity. It's your IP. You Cheers. own that. It's your gold mine. Cheers, bro. All right, Sean, show us okay, your piece. So he, here's one that got recommended to me recently, and I really like this idea. So imagine you've got the app of Tinder, right? The whole idea of uh, you've got uh, an app that comes up, and you've got things that you can swipe left and swipe right on. Super convenient. Now, it says instead of a person coming up says, what do you feel like today? And it gives you like, would you feel like Indian food? Would you feel like um, European style stuff? Would you feel like a barbecue? So you can swipe right and swipe left. Like, oh, what do I feel like today? As you go on like looking for food to on 
like Uber Eats or any delivery service, you're like, what do I feel like eating today? This is, however, instead of delivery food, it's creation. So it, it's you cooking it. So it's like, what do I feel like eating today? And so you swipe right or left on certain like cuisines and then it switches down. It's like, all right, are you feeling um, like a bit of uh, meat in there? Are you feeling vegetarian? And so you're like, okay, you know what? Actually, I feel like vegetarian today, for example. Swipe right on that. Um, would you would you have a curry? Would you feel like uh, something on the grill? And so you can swipe through and after like 20 or so, it says, here are some recipes that we recommend for you. And so for that specific period, it gives you recipes that you can cook based on certain difficulty and whatnot. And so you can be like, I don't know what I'm feeling like today. We got you covered. This is an app that just within 20 swipes tells you things you can cook, depending how easy they are. They'll try and recycle the recipes all the time. So if you're feeling like Mexican, like another time in a later week, it give you a completely different recipe and just kind of encourages you to like, you know what? There are certain things you can cook. There are certain ways to really figure out what you want by the end of the day. It just gives you like a, a very simplified list of here's what you asked for, here's what you're going to get. And it just lets you cook it. And then you can also like put in filters like I've got this in my fridge. I've got that in my fridge. And it's like, all right, so we're going to pull out all these other recipes that don't include those. Let's make sure we use your food first. I think that would be really fun just as a way to be like, I don't know what to eat. Don't worry. We got you covered. And it'll just give you a meal to make then and there. Absolutely. Yeah, correct. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Like, it's like swipe, 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 swipe. Here we go. Here's five recipes that you can do. Click on one of the recipes that look good. You're like, you know what? That one sounds the best for me. And it gives you the full ingredient list, the things you already have ticked off, things you might need, um, special things. Like, uh, if you've ever been on Recipe 10 Eats, great website, really good food. That time I made the, uh, uh, it was like a spicy chicken hamburger, a spicy chicken burger. That was that recipe. Like, it, 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 it's really good. And it has this full recipe. And you know what? It would also skip the whole life story that all recipes seem to have. Why the fuck does the recipe tell me about the time they were in, like, four years old in Italy? I don't care. Sorry, bit of a rant. Anyways. But yeah, it would give you the full recipe list, the methodology, how difficult it is to make, and just make it as super convenient as possible, the same way Tinder is for dating. Nice, nice. Sort of sounds like... Uh... HelloFresh, except you don't need to pay for it, and also, yeah. and also, and also, you don't, yeah, well, and easy, but but also, I assume this app you wouldn't need to pay for. You we just be giving out the information for free. Yeah, what yeah. you could do is get sponsorship from say the supermarket. So it's like, oh, you want ingredients? Coles recommends these ones. If you need Greek yogurt, it tells you the the exact one that would work well with that recipe. Uh, I don't know. Nice. No, I like it. Yeah, yeah, and you can have like recipe books be like, you know what? This person liked all these things. I've got a recipe for that and make it like a sponsored one and put it at the front. Like Tinder does with like, oh, G Tinder Gold and shit like that, you know? Good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and if you have variations of recipes, you can stack that recipe in different variations. Like, if you had uh, a chili con carne or whatever, uh, for example, and you can have different ver versions of different ingredients, different spice levels. And so the same recipe 
or a slight change of this recipe can come up in different people's profiles and it would be tailored for exactly what you asked for. I want something that's not too spicy, feels quite light, perfect. Here's a variation of a previous recipe that you've liked that fits that bill now. And you'd be like, oh, sweet, this is super convenient. That's the goal. Make it as convenient as possible. That's what the, that's what the name of the game is today. Make an app that's super convenient. Sweet. No, well, obviously. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad one. Uh, it was recommended to me, so I can't claim the uh, copyright for that one. But yeah, it's, I, I think you had a lot of merit. Because how many times are you like, oh, I've got to cook something today. What, I, what do I want to cook? Go to a recipe, click the third recipe. And go to a recipe website, click the third one. Like, yep, yeah, sweet, that's fine. You settle. No, I don't want people to settle. I want people to be able to quickly access. This is what's perfect for me. Anyways, I think uh, a meal recipe Tinder style app would have a lot of value in today's society because as a millennial, I have no idea what I'm doing at any time. So this is just a bit more clarity, <laughs> a bit more direction. And uh, yeah, I like this one. James, over to you. Give us an idea. Hmm. Mm. Oh, good call, yes! And location, of course, to, to put it in different cities or something. Yeah, definitely. This is actually a really, really lovely idea because, again, I check the the real estate market a, a lot, not because I'm looking to move out or buy, but just keeping a track on things is always good to be just, informed. Just watching the daily house porn, fair enough. 
Yeah, I mean, I read the financial review. That, uh, so, enough. like, it's it doesn't actually benefit me directly, but understanding how the market looks is important, especially if you want to make a snap decision or whatnot. Um, and so it's being like, you know what, I want to look at inner west Sydney. I want to look at a price range for this much. I want to lease this much room. I want to be this much. Like, all these separate filters like you're talking about really make it long and specific and then make it so convenient where it's just like, here's 15... Uh, properties that match that description that you can just swipe through and there's a lot of apps out to, like there's a lot of online websites that do that already but they aren't as convenient they are quite specific you've got to manually check each house you've got to scroll around a, a map to find them having it super convenient here's 10 that match your description brilliant really good No, well, I really like the idea. The only, it would just be really hard to get every house on the market onto the website because that, onto the app, because that means that you need to make a lot of deals, like behind the scenes deals with lo real, specifically local real estate agents, as well as the big ones. And I don't know much about the real estate game or industry or whatever, but I do know the fact that Obviously, yeah. if you have a, a, a specific house, you want you want to go th you don't want to go through, for example, it's like you know Ray White or whatever. Mm. You, do, you the Ray White people they want you to go through White Ray White. They don't want you to go through a follow like a secondary app or something like that. I, I disagree to be honest because I find that there's a lot of places on like realestate.com, well, which is Murdoch true, and Domain. True. They're the same houses on both. And for a person who's trying to sell a house, right, this is free exposure. This instead of doing a big Instagram post, getting like film crew in to film the house and get drone shots and crap, it's just a free app. And so it just enables, it puts a connection between the house buyer and like um, the house seller. And additionally too, like you can now circumvent real estate. If you're like, you know what, I'm going to just skip that altogether. I'm not going to lose like, what, 4% of the, the house sale. Um, spending on real estate, you can now just give the power straight to the person. Like, look, this is the house I want to sell. Here's all the, the services you will need. Here's all the details. Contact me directly. You can just cut out that middleman or middlewoman, let's be honest. It's uh, 2021. Um, but yeah, so there's, there's, <laughs> um, there, there's a lot of benefits to the app. And I think that if you, if you provided a free opportunity for real estate agents to then broadcast their home or the, the houses they're selling, um, at a really cheap rate, I, I would imagine they would jump on this. Because you set up the profile once and that's it, you leave it. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. Either either way, they get the commission they want, and plus for exposure. So yeah, it's almost a win-win-win. Yeah, I've got a follow-up uh, pitch on this one as well, right? So we've got um, like a dating app for houses where you try and connect house sellers to house buyers. How about let's not just 
do the, the house market. How about rental market? So what you do is instead of being the actual house and whatnot, you get a rating for the person who owns the place that rents it out. Because we've heard stories of ple- of our friends who have like moved out, um, renting a place, and they have had horrible landlords. And likewise, we've also heard stories of really lovely landlords. And so being able to be like, actually, this guy does not do well. He inspects the place every two weeks. He screwed us over on the, the deposit on the way out. He's not someone you should go to. And they'll be like, okay, I'm actually not going to rent from this place, even though it's super cheap, because there's this additional stress. And, I, and then counterintuitively for a tenant owner, right? You go, actually, some of these tenants were awful. They were really, really damn bad. And their previous reviews from the previous landowner said, they, they were shit. <laughs> they were really, really rude and whatnot. I'm not going to have them for my place. You provide a bit more um, history. You provide more depth and understanding and comprehension of the relationship of the, the actual property owner and the people who are living in it. There, there's, a, like a, there's more transparency in it. And so you can quickly swipe through, you know what, these places, don't go there. This place, however, great landlord. Even though it's 30 bucks more a week, I'm going to go with them, you know? Nice. Well, I mean, like... Yeah. Hmm. So but sounds... I mean, right now, if you're a tenant owner, you can request the history of anyone who's applying to your place and find out directly from previous landlords how they've been. You cannot do that for a tenant owner. You can't ask, hey, can you give me a list of numbers of the people who previously stayed at this residence and let me ask them how you were? There's, there's no two-way chat. It's only one way. So you already, the, the idea of like, oh, these guys were bad tenants, therefore they'll never get uh, another place, that already exists. Like this app isn't gonna enable or disable that. That's actually still there. If anything, um, it's even in, if anything, it evens the playing field. Exactly. That's a, it's honestly probably it. Because too many times I've heard tenant owners just screwing over the tenants, um, and they get away with it. And then these tenant owners are getting a bad rep, or the, the these tenants go to another place and get told, "Oh, they, they were terrible tenants," and it's it's a two way street because they can't complain back to the tenant owner. So I feel like it's. It just encourages a way for everyone to really be a good tenant and a good tenant owner because they know that there's going to be a review process. You're going to be on a public website. It will affect how many people apply or um, how many people want to apply to your place. I think it just evens the playing field. And just like that Uber rating, right? If you have a bad Uber rating, you're going to work damn hard to get it back higher. If you don't have an Uber rating, who cares? And so giving a rating to both the tenants and the tenant owners, I think that's a good method. I think that's a good one. Oh, too many times have I heard that trust been broken, and too many times people get away with it. I really like this idea. However, it's sort of it's the way you're describing it. It kind of makes me think of Airbnb, but it's like a long-term version of it because you can still you can leave rating, you can leave comments about the place you've stayed for the owner of the of the house or the apartment or whatever, as well as the people as well as the uh, the account holder for the place can actually leave like a you know, uh, a review for you that stayed there. Yeah. 
Go ahead, James. We cleaned up most of it. We cleaned up most of it. We cleaned it up, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, when the best one was they said they were really courteous and really quiet and then they forgot and I think they didn't ask the neighbours because we had a party in our room on a Wednesday morning at 3am after a nightclub and we had some friends come back with us. And then like a guy on his birthday, 30 year old birthday, threw up in the bathtub and screamed <laughs> his way out. Um, we went down to the 7-Eleven to get more alcohol. The music was going. Like a lot of weird things happened that night. And they're like, oh, yeah. the neighbours saw you guys were really courteous. We're like, what? <laughs> How? How? I don't get it. No, but that the, the first place, like when we were reading over it, they were like, so great. And then we received, received a simultaneous like WhatsApp message saying, hey, uh, I think you guys accidentally took one of like our uh, Wi-Fi charges. <laughs> oh, that's right. Who the fuck stole that? And I was like, I was like, oh, I think I took that because you guys were like, Patty, we're rushing. Just grab every charger you find. I was like, okay. So I just right. packed them all. I was like, oh, geez. Good. Super lovely, and we sent oh, back the HDMI. We sent it back. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very we, we... lovely guy. Shout out to I don't yeah. know what his name is, but lovely guy. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I just think that the idea of accountability is important. The idea of trust and confidence is fine, but if that confidence is broken, like people should know about that. If someone says, hey, look, the, the hot water's been broken for two months now. This tenant owner has done nothing. That should be reflected. That's, if, if you know for a fact that that's going to come up in a review, you're going to work damn hard to make sure it doesn't. Like, you're going to make mm -hmm. sure, like, yeah, I'm going to... Like, we did. Like, if there wasn't an Uber rating, we wouldn't have cleaned up the place as well as we did. We spent hours trying to clean that place back up. We kept wearing shoes in the apartment when we shouldn't have. And those fucking shoes marks were so annoying to in, fix up. In our, in our defense, we were wearing, it was winter. We were wearing very big boots. It was just a, such a mm. hassle just to take them always on and off, on and off again. Like, yeah. I mean, like, we did, we did like, 90% of the time take our shoes off. When it was cold in the middle of the night, you'd have your shoes on. It just happened. I mean, yeah, yeah. but we worked hard. Again, because we knew that this review would come back to bite us in the ass, we made sure the place was as good as we left it. Or... I mean, 70% is as close as we could get it to be. So, yeah. like, yeah, I, I think that's that's a... The uh, idea of accountability is good. Anyways, Patty, uh, let's right, go I, for another rap idea. All right, I got another one. Okay, so, again, on this uh, non-sexual... Um, uh, You're really trying to point out your apps are not non-sexual. <laughs> just say it. It's like, look, nothing sexual, just going to say it. Um, <laughs> okay, not, yeah, so the, uh, the app is called... Cine buds. Cine buds, like the, like the the cards. Exactly, the that's yeah. that's where I got it from. So cine buds. What it is, is meeting random people to go see a movie. That's oh, it. Oh, good idea. So yes, what, Patty. What, yeah, because like sometimes like oh some people don't like going to the movie by themselves. They don't want to go on a date. So it's like I just want to go with like another fella, or if you're a girl, it's like I want to go with another girl, or I want to go with like someone that could just be my friend. So we could see the movie, and if we wanted to, and was like, oh, that was a good movie, we could talk shit about it. 
at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So like you gentlemen have misses, long-term misses, right? And how many times have you been asked to go to see something that you didn't want to see personally? All the time. Yeah, no. <laughs> What's I, with girls in horror films? I, I don't know. don't like it. <laughs> No, no, no. My girlfriend yeah. just likes seeing me scared, so she wants to watch horror movies. Like, yes, I get scared oh. because there's a fucking like guy with a machete chasing after it's every single child. Scary, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, like, another I rant. I feel like that might be um, somewhat of a red red flag. Seeing you in misery or pain. Ah, it's all good. Um, here's what it is. Here's what it is. I mean, lovely, lovely lady though. So, um, but the idea of Sean, what are you, Sean, what are you trying to do, mate? Come on. I'm look. I'm just saying it as it is. This is. I'm just reading this book and I'm saying my opinion on it. This is what I've interpreted. Look, I hand it, you're just handing me the contract and you want me to sign it, okay? Like nothing, no, just sliding a, yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> back to this argument, but like back to back to Patty's point, right? Of the the city buzz, where it's like you know what, city um, buds. City. Okay. Wait, say it again. City buds. City buzz. No, Cine Buds. Okay, Cine Buds. Okay, right. So the idea being like, you know what? Generally speaking, when you watch a film, you don't even look at the person to your left and right. I think date ideas where you go see a cinema is so silly because it's like, oh my God, I want to spend time with you. Let's stare at a screen in silence for two hours. But the idea that you can go, just, I want to watch this film. I want to talk about it afterwards with someone. Let's just randomly meet up with a group of people watch the film, then go out for dinner afterwards and talk about that specific topic. Great idea. I think that just connects people about like shared, uh, shared interests and opinions. And if you're really into like, I don't know, I'm really into the Witcher at the moment um, from the books to the, to the games, to the new TV show, not many people have that interest. I mean, it's becoming more and more common these days. I'm forcing Patty to watch in Japan, but like the fact Loved that, it. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> But Henry Cavill, what a man. But like <laughs> the idea boy. that you can get people from different different areas into one where you can share an interest into something and then talk shit about it, that's great. That's great. I think that's a good idea. And why yeah. just like stop there? Like have uh, have it with other things. You know, like have bands where like some people have really weird taste of music. You know what? I'm going to go with a group of people. We're going to meet up beforehand. We're going to have a quick coffee. We're going to go to the, the musical the music, whatever, listen to it. Clearly, I listen to a lot of music because I don't know the terms of it. Um, and then afterwards, we have a drink and talk about it. Yes. I think it's a great way to connect people. Yeah, listen to a couple of show tunes. It's all good. Yeah, honestly, this mm. is like, 
Yeah, I'll, 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 again, love the book. Gra glad that you're, you're getting through it. Um, yeah, this is a great idea, Pads. This no, is, again, something you I had at three in the morning and wrote a note down. 100%, but I, I mainly Good thought man. of it because something that, like, uh, like, again, like the girlfriend and I were talking about, we're talking about, like, movies, and she was, like, saying, oh, I always want to see, like, these movies, but no one ever wants to go with me. So I was like, oh, just go by yourself. Like, because I go to movies by myself sometimes. I think you guys go sometimes because we're, but I guess we're a little bit more comfortable with it. But she's like, oh, I don't, I don't like doing that. I, I want to go with somebody. So I was like, oh, like, then I was like, then I was thinking, imagine, like, it's also a bit of like an, almost a, a mental health app. So mm -hmm. if someone is just anxious or socially has some type of social anxiety where they really want to see, like, like the next Marvel movies out, they really want to see it, but they don't want to, like, they don't like the look of, you know, I'm by myself. Like, I don't want to, mm -hmm. that's like, all good. Here's this app. Like, just yeah. some, find, find someone else, almost maybe not like you, but someone is like, oh, come come with us, mate. We, I'm going with, like, two other mates. Join us. We'll see the movie. We might get a beer afterwards. It'll be fun. Like, you never yeah. know. No, we'll, all right, we'll do it. We'll put it on the, uh, the Trello doc. Uh, <laughs> put on the long list of projects that we have stacked. The massive up. list. Is, uh, it's becoming almost an encyclopedia of it. But do you guys have another idea? Because I have one more idea. I got one more quickly. So, like, um, I'll, I'll punch back to me. James, do you have another one? Yeah. What I'll do is we'll just quickly pump through all three of ours. So one, of, one each. So my one was kind of follow up from the meal. Uh, the meal recipe planner, right? So what you do is you put in the list of all the alcohols that you have in your house. This is really a drinking one. You put the, all your alcohols in your house and the same thing happens, right? So with the meal, it's like, what are you feeling like? Sweet or savory? And you're like, you know what? I feel like a bit savory. Um, would you like something with cinnamon in it? Would you like something with um, vodka in it? Would you like something that's like really sharp or kind of like really deep flavors? And then it gives you a cocktail to make. And it, it kind of just cuts down. It's like, you know what? You've got this. These are the cocktails you can make right now. And here's some other cocktails you can make with just buying one more spirit or two more spirits. Gives you the full recipe. Gives you all the different variations. Taps into the recipe market like the meals were. But now it's just for cocktails. Because so many times, like, you've, you've got the classic cocktails, like the classic 10, 15 that everyone has. Why not try something? I mean, I'm feeling like something sweet. Sweet. Here is something perfect for you. Very sweet. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Anyways, James, to you. <laughs> sweet Oh, perfect for COVID. Hmm. How would you compare, like, food to each other? Like, you can't taste. 
Mm. <laughs> Not a bad idea. I like that one. Nice. Patty, off to you. What's your idea? All right. My one is called Job Me. Job me. So basically, because obviously the, the Tinder Bumble game is basically a CV, but for your dating life, what if we actually make an app, a dating app like app specifically for finding jobs? So you can either sign up as an applicant or a hirer. If you're a hirer, cool. you put the uh, like the company, the positions, you put everything as if you were going to put it on, you know, LinkedIn or like, you know, a cool job TV, seeker yeah. or something like that. And, you know, send it off in the world. And then if you're an applicant, you know, sign up as an applicant, put your receipt, you had to put your CV in there, make it as professional mm. as you can. You have all, all the questions and whatever. And, you know, you'd be swipe, ah, oh, I don't want to do that job, swipe left, uh, swipe left, swipe left. Oh, I want to do that one. I want to be that CEO, swipe right, like, baby. That's like so good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and then that. as a hirer, right, you can be like, you know what, this applicant that came across our profile haven't applied for the job, but would be damn perfect. I'm going to super like them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it just shows how interested people can be. It's just another way to like connect if, certain. People. If anything, this if anything, my my there's a goal. The goal for this idea would be to hopefully someone from link from the, one of the LinkedIn higher ups listen to it because this would be like a perfect link. This would be the perfect like a secondary app for LinkedIn. So it'd be like mm. li- like LinkedIn Plus or some shit yeah. like that. Because yeah, they got like, they got they got a what's the uh, it's a yeah yeah something like that yeah. Yeah, it can like alert you to new jobs yeah. that you've put in your previous filters. You're like, oh, you're looking for this salary, this career option, this position. Three new places just popped up. Would you be interested? And you can quickly just open the app, check them, go. Um, and then if you like something, swipe right. They could then see you as an applicant for that role, potentially like as a side applicant. And they can be like, you know what? We really like you to pro- apply. This nice. just is a great way to communicate between hirers and people be- trying to hire themselves or get hired um, mm-hmm. communication again making it as convenient as possible just the way tinder did for dating and do it for job search Addy, no. brilliant ideas all through this podcast Jeez, right? also i feel like i should we should be shouting out obviously the people that are like obviously the masterminds behind us the, the owners of our owners and founders of like tinder bumble but i want to shout out someone specifically i didn't tell you guys this but i want to shout out uh have you guys heard of whitney wolf whitney wolf Whitney Wolf is the founder and CEO of Bumble. Right. And her story is the, the I think one of the greatest uh, not one of the greatest, but I think one of the best um yeah. uh CEO, entrepreneurial business based stories because she started mm-hmm. at Tinder as a mark as a uh, was it the vice president of marketing. She came up with the name, she came up with the logo, she basically built the brand and you know, 2014 happened, she gets fucked over. She uh, filed a lawsuit against Tinder for sexual harassment. Ch- charges dropped, but she got a million dollar pat, which is never a good sign. And then, you know, I think a year and a half later, she starts Bumble because she wanted a female friendly app. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Absolutely. You're a, what a, a boss of a person, legend. And now she's one, one of the, now she's one of the youngest self-made billionaires. Yeah, I'm going to look at that later, Whitney Wolf. Okay, great story. Really, um, yeah, props to Whitney. Well done to her. Nice. But yeah, I think um, that's a lot of different app ideas, gentlemen, and a lot more that we can probably formulate on the spot. But uh, let's call it there, shall we? Um, Yeah. Thank you, everyone, to listening to this week's Beers with Engineers podcast. Uh, See you on the next one.
See you. All right, James. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's Beers with Engineers podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure to subscribe to our different social medias. And if you would like to see some of these projects come to live, we do have Patreon set up, link in the description. Any money that goes our way goes exclusively to our projects. So love to see some of these things get off the ground. Anyways, laters.